gosh, I forgot I even had that in my pack. Well, this is his new sport, man. I, if Joe flicked my ear, I'd, I'd probably conk him in the forehead. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kafaru Cast. It's uh, Friday, the 22nd, and I am actually redoing my bow review. I didn't like the first one. And uh, we hadn't had it edited, so I'm, this is my second go-around. I just want to get it a little little cleaner. Um, before I do the bow review, uh, I want to thank some of our partners. Uh, like I said in the last couple podcasts, we're going to start throwing shout-outs to uh, different companies that have supported us, uh, that we work well with, and uh, have you know, just been good to us. So uh, the first one will be Spot Hog Archery. Uh, I've known those guys forever. They make an amazing site, amazing products. Um, and yeah, bulletproof, never had an issue with them. Highly suggest them. Uh, next one's option archery, uh, the Quivalizer and the, uh, option site, uh, amongst some other different various things they offer. That's owned by Dan Evans. Dan's a stud, super good guy. Started using those sites a few months back. They, they, uh, fixed, or I say fixed, they made the uh, mover pin a little bit more durable. And, uh, I can't suggest that site enough as well. That thing's amazing. Um, it gives you the option to shoot on multiple pins, flip the face back, and you can actually use the site as a single pin. Uh, the Quivalizer, which I made fun of for a long time, another great uh, thing that I've started using recently. I guess you can teach an old dog new tricks. Um, so Option Archery, another great company. Uh, next one, Black Eagle Arrows. Randy Kitts over at Black Eagle has been a great friend of mine, great person, and I love their arrows. Uh, so this podcast is brought to you by those three companies, as well as Peanut Butter Whiskey. Uh, no, just kidding. They, they don't sponsor us or help us out at all. So, all right. With this, um, the bow review, first thing I want to get out of the way is all of these bows are amazing. You cannot really buy a bad bow. Um, and, I, and, you know, in this day and age, but there are certain bows that I think will cater to some people more than others. There's certain things I like. Um, you know, the, the actual winner of the bow review for me Again, it's not like the other bows were bad. I could shoot all of them very well, and and, and, and I liked them all. Um, the bow that ended up winning for me, bottom line, it had great speed, not at not a ton of poundage, but I was extremely accurate with it, and that is you know key for me. I really focus on accuracy more than I do speed, uh, and and the overall winner just edged everything out because of accuracy. The way I tested these bows, I used the same arrow basically within ten grains. Um, same arrow build, plus or minus a few pounds, same poundage, same draw length um, for all of these bows. So I tested the speed, um, see what that was at, uh, the draw cycle, you know, how quick, easy it was to tune, maybe how quick they might come out of tune, things like that. Uh, you know, overall durability, was there any weak spots in it, things like that. Uh, so uh, once I would get the bows, you know, tuned, set up, I'd set them up or get them sighted in out to 80 yards, and then I would shoot multiple long distance groups and then i would also go to a 3d course i'd shoot a few different rounds of 3ds just that was where i got my accuracy from you know off cambered footing uh longer distance shots crazy angles uh and some bows are just going to fit people better than others and so again when i say the winner it was the winner for me uh i'll give you the reasons why i liked it um but all of these bows are great the one i ended up liking it was just flat out shoots it was just more accurate for me now as I list these different bows off, um, you know, keep in mind, obviously, I'm going to have like where I suggest maybe a bow for a little bit longer draw person, maybe, um, uh, you know, where, where a longer draw, the string angle will be a little bit better across your face, things like that. Um, so I'll, when I when I list these off and I say bow X, uh, this bow wouldn't be my preference, but if you have a draw length over 31 inches, this is the bow for you. 
So, you know, keep that in mind. Some of these things I throw out may be a better bow for someone other than me. My draw length is 29 inches. Um, I usually shoot between 70 and 80 pounds. Uh, the arrow I tested was about 478 grains, plus or minus. And, you know, I had a few different, you know, some of them, the arrow tuned a half inch longer, so it was 10 grains heavier, um, 8 grains heavier or an inch longer or whatever. But, again, around 478 grains was the average weight of the arrow I tested. My draw length is 29 inches, as I said, and these bows were from 69 to 75 pounds, depending upon which one um, I was using. <clears throat> Speed-wise, I will go over that from bow to bow, what I got at what specific poundage. But again, my draw length's 29, and that was the way it was on all of them. Um, I set these up, for the most part, with a Quivalizer or a Mountain Series Stabilizer System uh, from AAE. They all had Prophecy Arrow Rests, and they all either had Spot Hog Sights or uh, the Option Sight. Um, I don't think I'm leaving anything out on that. Pull my notes out real quick. So yeah, speed, tunability, accuracy. Does your local pro shop carry them? What's your specific draw draw length? Well, and your height basically. Um, you know that goes along with the ATA, the string angle, things like that. Those are all the things I looked at. So as far as that goes, the pro shop portion of this, I strongly suggest people to whatever bow they purchase that it comes out of your local pro shop that you deal with. It's not that they won't work with you if you bring in a bow that they don't carry, but they're going to have the parts and pieces for that, quicker contact with the actual manufacturer of the bow. Uh, they're going to know it better, um, and you want to support your local pro shop. So, <clears throat> you know, if your local pro shop carries, you know, Hoyt Matthews PSE, listen to what I say on this, go in and try them out. Uh, you know, I'm again, it's, it's going to be up to you what bow feels best in your hands. This is just my opinions and some of the things I found with each bow. So support your local pro shop. All righty. Flipping my notes here. So the first bow that I tested, and I did not shoot this bow a whole, whole lot. Um, it's not really, um, you know, something for that, that I would personally use, um, you know, myself for hunting. But uh, it, was a, it was a beast of a bow. It shot amazing. And uh, this would be my bow to suggest for people with longer draw lengths. And that is the uh, Hoyt Highline. Um, the, it's a, uh, <coughs> excuse me, 345 feet per second um, and 36 and a half inches axle to axle. Uh, it's a 7 and 8 brace height. And I believe, though, so it's not too confusing, that speed is not at 30-inch draw length, but neither here nor there. Uh, the bow will go to 34-inch draw length, depending upon what cam you have, and 50 to 70 pounds. So, again, I did not shoot a 3D course with this bow, being totally up front. I only wanted to test this because I knew friends of mine with long draws liked it, and I get a lot of guys asking me about shooting what bow is the best for really long draw length. So if you're a 31 plus inch draw length, the high line would be my suggestion. Um, it's Hoyt, it's durable, long draw cycles, nice. You know, I like the cam system, a little bit of sponge on the cam, uh, but not a bad bow. I, I, I can't go, I know this bow would be very accurate for me. It just was not one that I was going to put a ton of effort in because it's just more of a draw longer draw length type bow. Again, Great bow, good speed, very, 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 very good with that 32-inch long draw length. You don't have maybe that crazy hump 
um, you know, that you'll you'll get when you're kind of squeezing out the draw length on uh, uh, other bows. And, and it's got a good ATA. So not a whole lot to say about that, but Hoyt Highline, great bow for longer draw lengths. Uh, the next bow, uh, and I, I tried several here, so I'm, I'm going to go on a, a list of a few different ones. Uh, and that was the uh, Darton Spectra E. Now, with this Darton, the only reason I actually shot the Darton originally is because uh, Randy Kitts, who owns Black Eagle, he bought Darton. Randy's a super good friend of mine, um, and I told him I'd give it a chance. I had not looked at Darton's in a long time. And not that, you know, I had anything bad or good to say ab about them, um, but, you know, it just wasn't a bow that I, that I looked at very often. And so he sent me this bow out. Uh, it was a heavy 70. Um, uh, the bow was, I, I was at 74 uh, is where it tuned out at and, and where I left it off. I, I'll, I'll usually, when I'm tuning, um, you know, kind of take a crank on or off, depending as far as trying to get that same arrow to shoot. Like I said, that, that, that one arrow without having to reinvent the wheel, I'll add or take away a little weight if I need to. Um, so the high points for this bow, uh, the price is number one. You can buy it at Lancaster Archery for 950 bucks. It's got three color options. Um, it's a 40 to 70 pound option. So a 40, a 50, 60, or 70. Mine came in a little bit heavy, uh, at 70, which was what I wanted. Um, I'd say the highlights other than the price, it was extremely easy to tune. Now, the way this cable system works on this um, the way that Randy had explained it to me is it takes the hystasis out of the, uh, the cam system when you fire it. I'm not obviously smart enough to exactly understand that, but it was very easy to tune. Um, it was, and it's, and it's not, uh, it looks a little bit confusing, but it's not a difficult to work, bow to work on once you learn it. A little bit old school, uh, on that Spectra with the old, uh, rocking the old cable slide, cable guard, <clears throat> you know, just a standard, ca standard cable guard. I don't see anything wrong with that personally don't have as much adjustment options in some like some of the new systems uh but overall a great bow i would say this was the sleeper of uh the bows that i tried meaning it it, it performed a lot better than i had hoped i kind of had low expectations and it, it came out of the gate pretty dang good um yeah again and the price points great so the spectra e draw cycle was pretty good speed was good i ended up at 74 pounds uh, at 284 feet per second, 285. Um, it IBOs, um, uh, hold on, I'm pulling my notes up here. The IBO isn't horrible on this. Of course, right when I grab it, I lose uh, my notes. But I think the IBO was 332 on it, 335, something like that. So not a horrible one. Um, yep, IBO speed's 330 to 335. So, so not bad, and it, it that was not uh, blown out of proportion. Some of the bows I tried, the speeds were definitely blown out of proportion. Um, again, 74 pounds, 284, 85 feet per second, not bad. Decent enough draw cycle, fairly decent to tune, definitely durable, uh, and a good price point. So this was definitely the sleeper bow out of the ones I've tested. Um, next up would be the, uh, the Matthews V3X 33-inch. This bow, um, and I'm trying not to rush through these too much, but uh, this bow is a great, great bow. I, you know, I don't want to spend a ton of time, like, talking about one. You can find out all kinds of crap on the Internet. You know, there's tons of different reviews. Um, this this bow held extremely well. The draw cycle um, was smooth. Draw cycle wasn't bad at all. Um, I, for me, I had it at 72 pounds at 284 feet per second. So good speed. 
Um, the price of this one's it's eleven ninety nine, so not not a bad price. Uh, I want to throw a shout out to Corbin's Archery. Corbin sent me this. He didn't have to do that to test out. Um, I personally, the only downside to this bow for me was personal. I just did not. It aimed well. It held well, but I didn't shoot it as well. I don't know if that's, uh, you know, obviously the different uh, let off, the way the strain came across my face. I just wasn't quite as accurate. I was extremely accurate with this bow. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like a dog. Had good speed. It just what it just didn't end up singing to me like some of these other bows did. You're not going to be depressed from buying it, that's for sure. Again, it's eleven ninety nine uh, for the price. Seventy two pounds at two eighty four, so good speed, good draw cycle. Uh, their new system, their integrated system. I, I don't give a shit about that. I mean, I Hoyt has it too, and I'm sure that's. I, I get the concept. Uh, I'm not saying it's wrong having things more centered or closer to the bow. I'm old school. I haven't had an issue with, uh, you know, just mounting up my sight and my 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 rest like, uh, you know, I have for years. There, there. I'm not saying it's. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to say I'm never going to use this system because I I definitely may. I just would not uh, buy the bow because of that system. Um, I would buy the bow because of how it shoots or or at least look at the bow because of how it shoots, not because of that new integrated sight and arrow rest system. Um, I think that um, this bow, it, I think people would, you know, draw length wise, it's honey hole is that 28, 29 inch. Uh, same with the Spectra from Darton. You look at the Highline, it's honey hole is 30 to 32 plus. Um, with the Matthews 28, 29, that's its happy home. Um 30 draw cycles a little bit um, gets a little bit humpy at the end I noticed and and that's just for me screwing around drawing back bows on the wall um, I didn't try anything under 28 but 28 it seemed to be real happy at 28 and 29 um, I'm gonna pull up one thing real quick on the internet as I'm um, uh, talking about this just one thing I want to check because I don't want to misspeak so with that bridge lock system, that doesn't show it here. I think there's, at this point, I think like a spot hog will fit in than that. Uh, the QAD arrow rest um, is what I think Matthew kind of partnered up with that that system, um, uh, where you know where you have uh, with the bridge lock, you you have basically a spot machined out in the riser. So it doesn't mount on the outside. It actually mounts in the riser. Um, go take a look at it at your local pro shop. I do not like QAD rests at all. Um, I've heard the newer ones are better, uh, but that is definitely not a selling point that I can throw a QAD with the new, um, you know, with that new system uh, into it, the new bridge. Like I, I don't, I don't care about a, a being able to throw a QAD on there. The spot hog site, being able to mount that on there. I would call your local uh, dealer if you're looking at getting a Matthews and making sure what systems do fit on that. Um, but again, unbelievable bow. Uh, it wasn't my favorite, but it certain wasn't my least favorite. If someone handed me one tomorrow and said, hey, go hunt with this thing, I would have zero issues with it. Um, yeah, it's a great bow. And again, I thought the happy home for that was like 28, 29. Not that you can't shoot it shorter or longer. That's, I just think, where its peak was at, which stands to reason that's kind of the average draw length in the industry is 28, 29. Um, again, Corbin's Archery. If you're going to order one of these, go see Corbin. He hooked me up with this thing to test out. I can't thank him enough for that. Um, 
So yeah, that, that's the Matthews V3X33. That's probably going to be the bow Luke shoots at the best of the best tournament when I take all his money, so keep that in mind. Um, all right, the next uh, next bow up is the Bowtech SR350. Um, I did not spend a ton of time behind this bow. Um, I only actually tested it because my fr a lot of my friends shoot that or a few of my Bowtech friends shoot it. Uh, they really like the bow. Um, uh, my buddy Cody Covey, he, he, he loves it. It's a, I, from what he's told me, that's his most favorite Bowtech that he's ever shot. Now, the thing with the Bowtech is it came in slow. Um, so you see SR350, obviously I'm thinking, okay, this, this bow is going to IBO at 350. And when you look at the website, it says 350. I'm not, I don't, I don't like to get into arguments over this. Um, you know, some people say they're getting, you know, higher speeds out of this bow. This bow, I, when I got it all set up, tax title and license, it be IBO'd at a 335 type of a speed bow. Um, it did not, it did not have that extra 15 feet per second, meaning I should be getting 15 feet per second faster if I set these bows up all identical than compared to a PSE or a Prime or whatever because it's IBO speeds faster. Now, was there something I maybe didn't have adjusted correctly or whatever? I don't know, but this is the only one that came in that much slower than what it was listed as. It was a shooter. Draw cycle is extremely smooth, especially at my draw length at 29. I ended up being at 74 pounds at, with a 478 grain arrow at 285. So I should have been able to shoot. That's slower than the PSE I tested. Now, again, if if you're getting a little bit different speeds, I, I'm not going to argue with that. I believe you. It's just this bow came in a little bit slow for me. Now, um, the axle to axle with this bow is 33 inches. It actually draws and feels like a longer bow, which I do like. It, it felt more like the 35, 36 inch uh, bow of old. It's got pretty big cams on it. And again, it's not like I give a shit about speed. Like I, I said that at the beginning, I'm about accuracy. So I do not care that this bow came in slow. It's accurate. It's forgiving. It is a good bow. It's one of the better bow techs I've ever shot. Um, I didn't spend a ton of time on the 3D course with it. It just didn't pass that initial test for me. But I don't think anyone's going to, you know, have an issue with this bow. Now, they have, um, uh, th they have a system with their cam, the way that you adjust their um, – you can shift their cam over. Um, they also have a deadlock—it's uh, it's, uh, it, the deadlock technology is what they call it. Um, so it, it, I, that technology is very easy to shift your cam left and right rather than pulling shims out and things like that. I haven't messed with this a lot. I've only heard good things about it. I will say I don't think it's enough to draw a Matthews guy away from a Matthews or a PSE guy away from a PSE. But if you're a Bowtech guy, it'll definitely make you upgrade your Bowtech. Um, now, I have talked to a few different guys that have went to a pro shop, tried a few different bows, and, and liked that SR350. Um, again, great bow, great for hunters, decent speed, um, you know, forgiving. It just, for me, wasn't quite as accurate, and I didn't like that back wall like I did some of the other bows, but a great option. So that's the SR350. Um, probably not the greatest review on that bow. I just didn't spend enough time behind it. Um, but certainly something to take a look at. So the next one, and I, I talked about the Highline at first, uh, from Hoyt is the Hoyt RX seven ultra. Now 
The downside with the Ultra initially is it's 1900 bucks. It's expensive. It's a carbon bow. Now, I liked this bow. I think this is the best bow Hoyt has come out with in their car. I mean, I don't think I know. This is the best carbon bow Hoyt has come out with. Good speed, good draw cycle. It has a little sponge on the back wall. Um, and, and that, you know, all Hoyts have that. They don't have um, uh, as solid of wall as some of the other options on the market. Some people prefer that. That's not necessarily a negative uh, thing. I think this, if guys are wanting uh, or gals a little bit uh, shorter bow, they don't want to grab a high line. Uh, you know, that high line was 36 and change. Um, so if you've got a little bit uh, longer draw length um, and you are wanting not a super long bow, you know, with the RX-7, uh, th th it's 34 inches axle to axle. So it's two and a half inches shorter than the high line. 334 um, is what you get as far as for IBO, which, um, or excuse me, it says ATA. Why do I have that written down? That's confusing. But it, it when when I shot the bow, I had no issue with the speed that I got. I didn't think there was any hyper, um, hyperbole there. I think it was what it should have been rated at. Um, I was at 72 pounds at 284 feet per second, 29-inch draw, so good speed. 7-inch brace height, it's 4.3 pounds, so a little bit lighter than the aluminum offerings. A uh, ton of different color options, but again, good draw cycle. Um, you know, it, it also has the integrated uh, sight and rest system uh, like the Matthews does. Again, nothing that I'm jumping over joy. It's not a big deal for me. Um, but if you're a guy with that, you know, 30, 31-inch draw and don't want to get a super long bow, the RX-7 would be definitely, a, uh, you know, one I would suggest. Um, I only shot this bow for probably three to four days. Uh, I borrowed it uh, from Rocky Mountain Specialty Gear. Uh, they were super cool to, um, you know, let me try it out. Um, so I want to give a shout out to them. I also want to, you know, thank No Limits Archery. They also offered to let me shoot one. Um, I was just close to Rocky Mountain, so I grabbed it. So I appreciate both of those bow shops, you know, offering that up. Um, I don't think that um, this bow is going to be, um, uh, if you from last year's bow to this year, that groundbreaking, it's a little bit better. But if you're talking about um, a Hoyt Carbon bow from four or five years ago, it's a significant improvement, both in shootability and the draw cycle. Every, I mean, everything's better about it. Um, I don't know that this is a bow that's going to, you know, I always look at it this way. Is this going to pull you away if you're a Matthews guy? Is it going to pull you away from Matthews? I don't think the the 7 Ultra would be that's going to pull a ton of people away, but it might. It, it does shoot very well. It is very accurate. The difference is, though, with um, not the draw cycle as much, but the back wall if you get used to a back wall from one company, it's kind of hard to go to another if their back wall is a little different. So, it, you know, depending upon what you're currently shooting, it could pull you over. I do think it's, again, the best carbon bow that Hoyt's come out with, but it is expensive. Um, so where I would put this at, again, is if you're at 30, 31-ish draw length, a little longer than that, this would be a good bow for you. It, 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 it handles that draw length or that draw cycle very well at that draw length. And would be a good option. I did like it. It's not what I ended up picking as a winner. Certainly wouldn't have any issue hunting with it as as with the rest of them. Um, I don't. Good Lord, I just pulled this up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven different color options. That's including the uh, the blacked out keep hammering, and they have a green keep hammering. So quite a bit different uh, color option, or quite a few color options available if you're into that thing. 
or into that type of thing. You've got one, two, three, four, five, five patterns and seven solids, something like that. So quite a bit. Um, so that's the uh, the RX7 Ultra. I think, again, it would be good for guys with a little bit longer draw that want a little bit shorter bow. All right, next one, Prime Inline 5. I'm drinking some Gatorade Zero. That's some high-quality H2O. All right, the Prime Inline 5, one of the better bows I've ever shot. Um, I really like the fact that Prime um, switched from the dual-track cam system. Um, I didn't have, I've shot prime before. I didn't have any huge issues, uh, with that, that dual track system. It is a pain in the butt for string makers. I think there's 11 or 13 strings total on that old system. So I was happy to see them go away from, from that. Um, I don't, uh, the, the, the bow itself was extremely easy to tune for me. I've had a few people tell me that they had issues with it coming out of tune. Uh, it wasn't too bad. Again, for me, it was super simple. I will say the wheelhouse of this bow, after 29 inches, um, it's it, 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 it drops off pretty aggressively. For me, at 29, this thing was a shooter. Uh, this is one of the better bows I've ever shot, ever. And I like the grip. The grip is, um, I think it's Aerolite or whatever the hell Sitka uses in their clothing, whatever that technology is. But... Doesn't affect cold weather. Uh, that grip is very, very conducive to repeatable for me. Um, it's got a little bit short uh, brace height. Um, you've got three different options uh, with this bow. The inline five has a short brace height, so I should mention that's six inches. But you have an inline three and an inline one. Um, the inline three has a six and a half inch brace height. The seven uh, or the one has a seven inch brace height. I didn't mess with the one at all. I shot the three a little bit, and I opted for a little bit longer axle-to-axle bow, and I also opted for a little bit more speed. It was just as forgiving as the three or maybe more to me, even with a six-inch brace height. Um, it's got an IBO speed rating of 342. Came in pretty close to that as far as what I expected. With this bow, I ended up um, 285 feet per second. It, it was 73, 74 pounds, so not bad speed. Um, you can get up to 80 pounds with this bow. It's four and a half pound mass weight. I really think this bow is going to cater to that 27 to 29 inch draw length. Uh, the individual that likes to shoot three D's and hunt, um, you know, I always like a little bit longer bow. So that axle to axle was nice for axle to axle was nice for me. Um, I didn't, the only downside to this bow, the bottom bracket, uh, where you, um, attach the, like your offset bracket, the bottom hole mount for your offset bracket is inside the riser rather than on the back of it that made zero sense to me um i'm not sure why they did that it's it's a pain in the butt to uh get a bracket on there to throw a kickback bar or anything like that um you know so you know it, it is what it is right but uh the the price point uh 11.49 for this so not a horrible price point i shot this bow really well draw cycle was nice at 29 after that drops off quite a bit you got a big drop off um after when you get to that 29 and a half plus um you do want to make sure the draw peg you get that thing loctited in there we had one come loose um on that bottom cam so you want to make sure that thing's locked into place but other than that the bow is amazing i thought it was a great bow good price point at 29 28 really good draw cycle 27 still pretty good um 
and and again, fairly tunable. Didn't have any issues with that. I like the new cam system, and this one about won the race for me. I I I literally. This one was winning throughout this entire time until I got the the actual winner, which I'll talk about here in a minute. I don't think anybody's going to be depressed with that prime, though. Uh, it's a great bow. All right. Make sure I went through. Yep. So the, the last bow that I tested, um, and this bow, I was extremely surprised pleasantly with this bow. Um, my, my buddy over at PSC, uh, he works with them, um, on the marketing side, sales side or whatever, uh, Ben Gatormson, um, he and Greg Poole asked me if I'd test one of these out. I didn't have like, I'm not going to say I had low hopes or high hopes. I just was like, yeah, I'll give it a whirl. I had shot the Dudley NTN bow. I liked that bow. It was very accurate. It was a little bit of a dog in speed. And I kind of just assumed it was going to be another bow like that. Knew I'd like it, but it sat in the box for about a week because I was down in Texas. I didn't have time to shoot it. I finally got home. I got busy. And so finally, about a week ago, uh, maybe eh, probably a little over that, two weeks ago, I got home, was able to put it together. And the it's the PSC Evo XF33. Uh, and this this bow edged out the, the prime. I fell in love with this bow. Um, I was super surprised. It just shoots. It's a shooter. Uh, it's got good speed. Now, um, I will say um, with this this bow, I have, again, 29-inch draw. There's different cam options for this. There's actually three. Now, when you're looking at these different um, you know cam options, I personally chose uh, to go with uh, the smaller cam because it is a, a little bit more efficient and it's a little bit faster. Um, so I have the S2 cam. I posted a video last night actually of me shooting. Um, and at, with this S2 cam at 29 inches of draw length, at 7 eighths of draw, there is a hump right there. Now, initially, I was like, holy cow, there's a hump right there in this draw cycle. But then I shot it through the chronograph, and at 69 pounds, it was as fast as any bow I tested, in some cases three to up to five or six pounds less. And so I got 284 feet per second with that 478 grain arrow at 69 pounds. So I don't mind that little hump because I am so accurate with it. And that's what I really noticed the most about this. It's got good speed. Um, you know, it's got, uh, the new cable rod system I prefer where you can actually, if you watch videos, you can slide the cable rod over to add a little bit of torque to your cables to get a little cam lean in there. Um, but yeah, I, the bow's just a shooter. Um, as far as price goes, I don't know if I mentioned this already, uh, it's 1299. So a good price point, uh, the speed for this, which I was surprised because, uh, you know, it's 345 to 337 um is or excuse me that's not the right speed uh the 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 speed is 340 to 332 depending upon the uh cam system that you get it definitely shot like a 340 to 350 bow to me what kind of surprised me um uh is the slower cam that has a smoother draw cycle is about a 5 foot per second difference what surprised me is with that hump, I was initially thinking that I would shoot the smoother cam better, and it was just not the case. That S2 cam, 
I just, I'm extremely accurate with it. I was shooting groups last night at, out to, I think I was at 92 yards, keeping it in a softball. Um, at the 3D course, I don't want to be that guy in flip-flops claiming to be a world champion, but I was shooting anywhere from 12, 18, one round I shot 22 up um, uh, with this bow. And again, 33-inch hunting bow shooting 22 up with an option six sight, uh, single pin sight. Um, that's that's as good as I can shoot. Now, as I say that, I don't want anybody. I'm not gonna you know go enter an ASA and win. I'm at my home course and I'm using a rangefinder, uh, but I just use that course to really judge uh, as far as accuracy goes. Um, again, I was un, I was amazed at how well this bow shoots. I, I'm I'm going to end up probably shooting this bow all year. I did really like the primes and I wouldn't have any issue shooting those at all, but. This one, I'm going to shoot at the best of the best. Um, see how I do under pressure with it, uh, you know, as far as just to out, outright score. But by far for me, I say by far, this was the winner. It edged out the prime straight up accuracy. I just shoot it better. That's the PSE Evo XF33 1299. Uh, I was at 69 pounds in that 284, 285 range. And um, I have the S2 cam uh, on it. And that one is going to probably at 29, as long as you know there's a little bit of, uh, of, of a hump at 7 eighths of a draw length, it's going to cater to 29 and shorter. So if you're somebody with a shorter draw length um, and, and are in need of some speed, this bow performed better at shorter draw lengths than any of the other ones I tested. So when you're at that 26, 27-inch draw length, uh, that Evo 33 uh, with the S2 cam, you're going to get the most speed out of that one compared to the others. If you're at that 29-inch draw length like myself, you might want to go with the E2 cam. Um, with that E2 cam, you're going to have a little bit smoother draw cycle, a little less speed. I just liked that uh, S2 cam. It, it just it 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 is it is basically more efficient, and I aim better with it, and that was the biggest key for me. Um, so yeah. The, the PSE Evo XF33 won the race. The Prime was amazing. All these bows were amazing. I, I strongly suggest for guys to go test them out. I recently saw a guy make a post about, you know, here's my bow review. Uh, go shoot what you like and don't listen to anyone. Uh, there's I agree with some of that. The problem is, is you know, not everybody is going to have the, uh, you know, chance to go shoot a ton of bows. Um, all I'm hoping here to do is just point you in the right direction um, and maybe shorten your learning curve a little bit. And if you're built like me or have that 29-inch draw or hunt the way that I hunt, maybe give you some insight. But you do want to shoot the bow that shoots best for you. Don't necessarily just listen to me. I do think you'll be pleasantly surprised with any of the bows I listed. And if you're at 29-inch draw and want to shoot 69 pounds and have a barn burner that's accurate, that Evo XF is, is an amazing bow. I was super happy with it. So... Hopefully you guys learned a little bit from that podcast. I tried to keep it short. Um, I apologize if I didn't get any uh, bows that, you know, maybe some of you listening in wanted me to test out. I didn't try out an Elite or an APA. I just didn't have time. Um, but, again, I think that if you listen to what I said on these, maybe the highlights of some, you're going to be pleasantly surprised with all of these bows. Um, and if you have any questions, don't be afraid to throw up your thoughts on what bows you've tried. Um, and if you have any questions for me, throw them up on the Kafaru Cast page when we throw up uh, you know, this podcast link and everything. I'm more than happy to answer them. 
And uh, I got to hop on another podcast. I appreciate everybody tuning in, and I thank everyone uh, that helped me get these bows as well as the companies uh, that are nice enough to send them. And, uh, yeah, good luck this season, everybody. <laughs>